Hey, it's Madison, the Black Eagle, and here's a highlight from today's show. Do you think, as a public health measure, it would be good for more businesses to require vaccine credentials uh, in order to have uh, vaccinated customers? As a public health person who wants to see this pandemic end, yes, I think anything we can do uh, to encourage reluctant folks to get vaccinated because they'll want to be part of these public events, uh, that's a good thing. I'm delighted to see employers like Disney and Walmart uh, coming out and asking their staff now to be vaccinated. Um, I'm glad to see the president has said all federal employees, I oversee uh, NIH with 45,000 people, uh, need to also get vaccinated, or if they're not, uh, to get regular testing, which is inconvenient. All of those steps, I think, are in the right direction. You know, uh, Sherry, who is the, uh, what's his name, who heads up the Human Resource Organization? We, we, we see his ads. Johnny Taylor. Johnny Taylor. Mm-hmm. Hey, Sam, let's get Johnny Taylor on the show. I, I apologize to Johnny. I, you know, so many names running through my head. We serve on the board of the uh, Red Cross together. But Johnny Taylor runs this organization, Association of Human Resource People. And, you know, I thought about him the other day when I saw him on TV, and I said, Let's find out what his organization, his association's position is. Because I absolutely agree. I mean, we were prepared to go back into the studio. I mean, I was saying, okay, well, we, we have options. We can broadcast from the uh, uh, from our kitchen island here, or I can go back into my studio, which Daryl is there. But I got to tell you, I'm not, I'm not going to risk going into a building where people are not vaccinated and certainly where they don't wear a mask. And and so let me go on to the phones. Uh, Arlene, Louisiana, go ahead. Yes, I'm calling to share my story, and I hope no other family goes through what I my family just went through. I'm from a family of 15. My mom is 95 years old, had a stroke back in September. We rotate out seven of my siblings taking care of my mom. Unknowingly, one of my sisters, No Simpson, had COVID two weeks ago. She stayed with my mom. My mom got COVID. Six of my siblings got COVID. Lucky, I didn't get COVID. I work in healthcare. And are you there? Yeah, I'm listening. Yes, and because I work in healthcare. Right. I was more prepared to take care of her. I'm going to get very emotional when I tell the story. I went home with the shield, gogglers made out of a duct to protect the gear to protect myself. The hospitals would not take her because she's 95. I took care of my mom seven days and seven nights with a surgical mask on and a N95 mask. Praise God, I didn't get COVID. All of my siblings that got COVID, within 24 hours of being exposed to her, they all showed signs of COVID. We had, some had the Moderna, some had the Pfizer, some had Johnson & Johnson. Everyone had been vaccinated. The sister that did not show any symptoms 
I can count 20 people she came in contact with, went to a birthday party. They all got COVID. I share this story to let people know the Delta virus is real. In less than 24 hours, you're starting symptoms. We all in the age group of 60 to our mid-70s. And we all, all my siblings that was around my mom, Wow. Positive for COVID. Now let, let me let me let me tell you. I have a young. I don't know how young. I have a person online from Alabama, Spencer, and the note I have here, he Spencer won't take the vaccine. Mm-hmm. So what do you tell Spencer? And I'll bring. I know, uh, I, no, hold on I a know. second. Let's let hold on a second. Let's do this. Uh, put Spencer on line with Arlene. Okay, are you there, Spencer? Yeah, I'm here. Spencer, go ahead. Let me first hear what you have to say. Well, what I have to say is um, I'm not against the vaccine. I just, I can control my environment. Hmm. Like the young lady said, I wear masks everywhere I go. I wear masks to the grocery store. Um, My wife took the the, the vaccine, and she's a nurse, and she's a a, a counselor, a meth counselor. she's, She's a gypsy. And um, um, I have, in my job, I've talked to people regularly who have taken the vaccine. Why? No, the, the question is, well, li- listen, Spencer, 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 hold on. Spencer, why won't you, I asked the question, and let me make sure I, I got your answer. I asked you, why won't you take the vaccine? And your answer to me directly I control my environment. Environment. Well, now, no, hold up. Hold up. No, whoa, no, wait a minute. Wait a, wait a minute. Hold. Don't tell me to hold up. It, did I quote you? Did I quote you? Do me a favor. Pot him down. Excuse me. Now, when I ask the question, I'm running this show, and you're going to not try to talk, talk around me. I asked you an honest question. Did I quote you accurately? Now, bring him back you up. Did I quote you? stopped at one point. And excuse me. Point excuse me. I stopped. I'm going to. Don't, don't play with me. I stopped when you stopped. I asked you a question, and you've completed the answer. Now, now let me give Arlene. I control my environment. And then you went off on other people's environment. Mr. Spencer, no, you do not control your environment. First of all, okay. I work in healthcare. I've been in healthcare for 40 okay. years. First, I have not got over the trauma of last year working in the emergency room, telling people you cannot come in, knowing that they would not see their family member again. I am still living I've, through, I've that through that trauma. Well, excuse me, Spencer, shut room. up and listen to somebody that has I, more experience I, 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 than you. I don't appreciate Oh, I don't give a damn what you appreciate. Oh, just shut up. Just do me a favor, Daryl. Pawn him down. Spencer's one of these young folk. You can't tell him nothing. You got somebody with 40 years experience in the medical field. And Spencer wants to try to get around that. So I'm going to tell you something, young man. Shut up and listen. Open up your ears. And, and then I'll let you respond to her. Go ahead, Arlene. And I don't care whether you appreciate it or not. Do me a favor. You keep talking over us. I'm going to pot you down. 
You're not going to play that game. No, do me a favor. Pot him down. You aren't going to play that game with me. Two ears, one mouth. You shut that. You keep your two ears open and shut that one mouth you have for a minute and listen to somebody who knows what the hell they're talking about. Now, go ahead, Arlene. I'm educated like you. Pot him down. You're not educated like me. And you, and you know, you don't know my education. Now shut up and listen. Go ahead, Arlene. He has not, I have not got over the trauma of COVID last year. I worked in the emergency room. I had to leave the emergency room for mentally, it was destroying me. To stand in the emergency room and tell somebody, knowing that they would not see their family member again, you cannot come inside this emergency room. I've had patients stay in the parking lot for three days. It gets hot in Louisiana. They will come to the door and tell you, tell them I did not leave. I'm still here in the parking lot. I have not gotten over that trauma. And to go back through that same routine when it could have been prevented. Healthcare workers are suffering. We have gone through trauma for the last 18 months. Please respect us. Give us a break. Vacation has been canceled on my job. We can't take no vacation. Luckily, I was able to take off a week to take care of my mother. I don't know when I will get a day off again. So what do you say to Spencer? What do you say to Spencer from Alabama where, in matter of fact, the unvaccinated are the reason there's a surge in his state? You are the reason because you did not get vaccinated. And if my family has not... I am not the reason. I I, 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 I rebuke that. I am not the reason. Well, you are. But I am not the reason. reason. I am not the reason. You didn't give me a chance to speak. Look, 18 months... I've been through more tragedy in 18 months than you could possibly know about. Don't you dare put one a guilt trip on me. Now, mad can get mad. Everybody can get mad. You can pipe me down. I've been through more trauma in the past 18 months than you would ever think. And do you think black men have a place to go constantly? Do you think we have a place to cry constantly? Oh, 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 listen. listen. Do me me a favor. Do me a favor. Shut up. You know, listen to him. Now, let me ask you a question. Give me three tragedies that you've been through that that out that, as it relates to what Adrian, let me. You've been through more tragedies than she has, and she's lost her mother and everybody. So what what tragedies have you been through? There it is. I'm asking you. Goodbye then. Goodbye then. Goodbye. Hey hey hey, Spencer Spencer. I don't care if you never listen again or don't call in again. You are adding to this surge. You you are adding to this surge. Whether you get you can get angry, you can go around and talk about it. You are you 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 are you are part of the problem. Now, whatever you've been through, I gave you a chance to tell us. What have you been through based on people who are dying on ventilators because they're unvaccinated? You don't have a right as an unvaccinated young man. He's listening. He hung up because he doesn't want to hear it. To, to to give us the virus. Go ahead, Arlene. I'll let you finish. I, I would, it sounds like he got some major psychological problems. Yes, it does. Just listen to the rant and his voice. He really needs to get to his physician, get some medication, and see a psychiatrist. That's all I have to say. He definitely needs some psychological counseling. Go ahead, Sharon. May I say this? Yeah. Spencer, the way you're thinking, I hope you will do this. 
go home, stay there, have your food dropped off at your doorstep, isolate yourself completely away from everyone. Please. Because until and unless you do that, and I'm going to say that for others, too, who are determined to be unvaccinated. Go home, stay there, have your supplies delivered on your store, and if you don't care enough about yourself, protect the rest of us by doing that. That's right. Stay away from stay everybody. Stay away from oh, other yeah. people. Yeah. Not just, oh, well, when I go to the store, I do the. No, you shouldn't be going to the store. Yeah. Okay. You shouldn't be out and among other people. I mean, it, and, and like, and, and Arlene, it is, and, and let me apologize, because to hear Spencer say, I mean, you just got through telling us your story. And and the fact that you do this every day, you're in that hospital, you're watching these people die, you're watching them get sick. And then he has the audacity to say, I've been through more than that. Yes. What? I was the best at TC a psychiatrist. One eight six six eight zero one eight two five five forty six after the hour. We'll continue here with Madison. You know the the Spencers of the world, and he doesn't want to admit he's really part of the problem. He really is. Absolutely. We'll continue. Hi, Mr. Madison. Thank you for taking my call and making my two-hour commute every morning. Fabulous. Thank you. Uh, let me, Mario from Texas, you wanted to respond to uh, Spencer? Yes. Go right ahead. Good morning, Joe. Good uh, morning. Spencer's an asshole. I really didn't appreciate the way he talked to that lady, especially when she was throwing her heart out, you know, to get the vaccine, protect yourself, protect others. Uh I got the vaccine. I couldn't get it the first time because I thought I got the COVID. Ended up being that my appendix ruptured. So I had three surgeries the last three months ago. And I finally did get the vaccine. And I'm ready for the boost because I'm an essential worker. I'm a truck driver. I got to be out here where people are not being, using masks here in Texas. They're, they're uh, like I so said, what's I your, what's your So what's your message to Spencer? Because I got to tell you. Spencer's. I mean, he's so irresponsible. It's like he's saying he's wearing a mask, but he doesn't want to use the vaccine. That's like uh, using a seatbelt, but you don't want to have insurance on your car. That's thank you. But here's what here's what's really crazy. And and I could tell he 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 was I can tell you when I say pot him down, that means, you know, you I'm going to I'm going to control the conversation doesn't necessarily mean. I'm smarter than you or you're smarter than me or we have the equivalent in education. That's just a BS kind of, you know, troll kind of argument. But what's so stupid, he knows he can't be heard and he's still screaming into the, the phone. And it's like he's talking to himself. And he doesn't, you know, well, you so all that time he's, going, he's ranting and the only one that can hear him is Daryl. And, you know, then it, it, it's, but the thing is, how, why would you, when I asked you, well, what, tell me, how do you compare what that woman, what the woman in Louisiana went through? And he wouldn't do it. Well, he won't, because he wants to somehow rationalize 
why he shouldn't take the vaccine. And, and then, like somebody said, 99% of the people who are dying in his state, in his state, are unvaccinated. But um, anyway, let's, uh, Tam from Georgia. Go ahead, Tam. First time caller. Good morning, Mr. Madison, Mrs. Madison. How are you today? Okay. Okay, so I'm calling because I'm, I've been a nurse for 20 years, but I no longer work in the hospital. I now work in people's homes. I'm a private duty nurse for medically fragile children in Georgia. And one of the things that I'm experiencing, which is very, very concerning, are there are parents who don't want to get vaccinated, will not wear their masks, go out into public, and then bring it home to their children who are on ventilators and those sorts of things. And their, and their ideology is that I'm not going to get it or I'm immune to COVID, not even understanding how they're contributing to the, the bigger problem. And, and, so, you, and, and, you're in the, and you're seeing this as a nurse going to these people's homes. Yes, sir, as a nurse. And it's really unfortunate because these babies can't move. They can't turn. They, can't, they can only rely on their parents or the adults around them to like protect them and the, the adults are not even using their frontal lobes correctly like I don't get it it's just and in addition to that they don't even consider the fact that as a nurse I'm going to multiple people's homes so I can track it right and I'm you know I'm vaccinated but these people they don't consider the, their fellow man like Spencer his wife is inoculated she's vaccinated but he's not like the only reason why he may not have gotten exposed is because his wife is protecting him being vaccinated. He's not considering the fact that she's a nurse and she's coming into contact with all these people. And she's keeping him safe as opposed to his yeah. keeping, you know, like it's not rational. And I don't, I don't understand and, and, where and, the and breakdown be, is. And be honest, he didn't sound rational. Absolutely, sir. Absolutely. He didn't sound rational. He really didn't sound... I, 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 here's what I think. He's somebody who's probably been told a thousand times, get vaccinated. And he's digging in his heels for whatever the reason. And all he has to do is go to a drugstore, doesn't even have to pay for the vaccine. And it takes two minutes, and that's it. What does he think? By the way, what does Spencer think? And I know he's listening. What does he think will happen if he gets vaccinated? You know, sir, if you don't mind, I think... I have 30 seconds. Being a nurse in the hospital, one of the things I've run into, people are afraid to get shot. They're afraid of the needle. That's the biggest... It doesn't matter how big or how small. It's the needle. So (laughs) I think that's one of the biggest concerns. I know it sounds small, but... All right. I'm Madison. Don't go anywhere. It it only gets better. Let me uh, let me welcome the uh, the AARP vice president of African American strategy and LGBTQ strategy, and Shaney. 
Uh, we're trying to figure out <laughs> your pronunciation of your first name. <laughs> Didn't know if it was Shani or Shaney. Thank you so much for coming on. I think it's Shaney. Is that correct? Good morning, Joe. It is. It's Shaney Hoffman. Good morning. Good morning. I, I got to always tell you, we, we, we're such, I'm, I'm a big fan of AARP and the work that they do. I've gotten a bunch of your publications, I, at least uh, the magazine and articles that you send mm-hmm. all the time. I well, got to tell you, you. I, always tell, I always tell this joke, Shaney, yeah. about going to <clears throat> uh, m- movies with um, two of my uh, mentors, uh, Dick Gregory and Walter mm-hmm. Fontroy. And we all, we used to get together and say, well, let's go see this movie and go see that movie. Yeah. And they would, I would go up and I'd pay. And then they would go up and they'd pay and pull out their AARP card. <laughs> and I went, what? what? Wait a minute. How much did that ticket cost you? <laughs> and and, and uh, Dick used to always crack a joke. Hey, son, just keep living. You'll get that same opportunity, too. But <laughs> they, they used to always uh, laugh and brag about the great discounts that uh, AARP members got, as well as the information. Exactly. Um, exactly. But I'll always, I always like to tell that story. That's great. Um, but this is serious. <clears throat> Excuse me. About scams. Uh, you, you, AARP has done a report identifying top scams that are targeting uh, black communities. Talk about this report and, and why it was done and what were the results. So, so, Joe, thank you again for having me, and we're big fans of you um, as well, and thank you for all that you do. This report that AARP is releasing today looks at scams in the black community, and what we found, Joe, is that two out, out of five people, you know, have unfortunately experienced a scam. Um, and, and so what we also saw was that 19 to 20 percent have lost money as a result of a scam, but what's even more troubling is that over 60% of the black adults have all lost money to a scam, have lost money more than once. So it's, it's repeat, uh, you know, victims who are continuing to lose money. And so AARP is publishing this report. We're getting information out to the community. And that's what we do, really try to get information out to the community to help, um, you know, those that are 50-plus and their families live um, better, longer, more productive lives. And let me, what, what are some of these scams? So some of these scams, Joe, really um, in the black community, we found that uh, our folks that were surveyed talk about getting scams um, and fraud from IRS or government agencies, um, lottery scams, you know, fake job postings that they click on online. And right now we're seeing, you know, a lot around COVID-19 stimulus payments. Um, as well. We saw some fraud around those and also online and romance dating as more people are home now and using uh, online dating services. So those are some of the top scams Hmm. that uh, we saw in the black community. Is it, it must be difficult uh, to identify them. What are some of the, um, uh, Shaney, what are some of the signs that uh, <clears throat> that your members and elderly, well, not just your members, but elderly mm-hmm. people should should look for? So what we saw in our survey is that older black women were less aware of scams. 
which really puts, you know, puts us at higher risk for experiencing a scam. And so one of the things that we could do um, to protect ourselves, um, a couple of things. One is this do not call registry. Um, that you can sign up for and make sure your phone number is on this do not call registry at do not call gov and that will eliminate you know telemarketers and that helps it uh, helps you really identify an easier um, spot those scam calls the other thing is robocall services robocall blocking services so you can block your phone number from these robocalls and then, frankly, just don't pick up the phone if you don't recognize the number, because a lot of these scams, you know, they're, they're calling, they're saying that the IRS or they're uh, from Social Security and that they, they need your personal information to send you um, whatever money or send you or sign you up for something. Don't give your personal information mm-hmm. out over the phone. <clears throat> Um, and and yeah. and by the way, the mm-hmm. uh, Internal Revenue Service will never do never that. Never call you, yeah. They exactly. never call you. Yeah, yeah. That that is that's mm-hmm. one thing. You know, and and I got to tell you, if, I I get and Sherry, you know, Sherry gets mm-hmm, these mm-hmm. too. But we 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 get a lot of these uh, eight hundred calls, and and sometimes we have to be very careful because we don't know if somebody wants to be on the show. Yeah, but mm-hmm. but my my practice has been, uh, our practice has been, they'll leave a message. Exactly, that's exactly <laughs> you know they right. they will leave a, yeah they'll leave mm-hmm. a message. So I don't have to immediately answer it. That's a great thing about caller ID now. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And so make sure that's one thing that we can walk away from. Make sure our phone numbers are part of the National Do Not Call Registry and okay. Do Not Call dot gov, and All and right. make sure you're using those robocall blocking services to block your cell or your landline. The other thing, Joe, we're seeing is that um, you know in the black community, we saw that you know in our survey, almost two thirds of black adults report using the same or similar password across, um, some, you know, accounts. And so we mm. want to make sure that we're having unique passwords for each yeah. account and that we're changing our password and, and making those smart um, passwords just to protect ourselves. And that, you know, a lot of times you, you get these emails that say, hey, you've won a free prize or yes, a free yes. gift contest and we want to send you your winning. We want to send you, but we need your personal information first. You know, those we know, you know, Joe, very few things are free, right? And so we want to make sure that we're not entering our personal information for these free prizes or gifts that you've won something. Don't enter your personal information or give your personal information out over the phone. Do your due diligence and make sure, um, you know, when, when, you're, when you're asked for that personal information. These Let me ask the – yeah, uh, uh, Shani, and by the way, our, our mm-hmm. guest, and this is very important information, is uh, Shani Halston, AARP Vice President of African American Strategy and LGBTQ Strategy. And AARP has just released an, an a report that is, has identified top scams that are targeting the black community. What you mentioned about changing passwords. Now, I, I and one of the problems that obviously older people have, and that is remembering passwords. Mm-hmm. Oh, my mm-hmm. God. Um, yeah. and, and I know the importance of changing and having my children, uh, my adult children have taught me, Dad, make sure you got a... a, a um, uh, a, a unique kind of password that nobody can guess. But what what advice do you give elderly 
individuals that that you know want to do what's right, changing passwords, but trying to remember them, or is there some place they should put them or write them down? Yeah, and so that that's hard for anybody. <laughs> that's hard for anybody, Joe, is to remember all the different passwords. Um, so so what we found is that um, again, two thirds of, of black adults were using the same or similar passwords. We want to make sure that you're either using a password manager or that you can, um, you know, write them down in a, in a safe place. And so those are things that, um, you know, making sure they're unique passwords, that they're mm-hmm. smart, and that you're uh, really protecting them if you are writing those down, protecting yeah. them somewhere. Yep. Yeah. And, but and you might, password managers um, are yeah. helpful also. No, okay, and or else you can write them down and put them somewhere, maybe in a nightstand where you know they are, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. something like that. Because a lot of elderly people live alone, right? And 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 so that so you could write it down and and uh, uh, you know and just put it away. Protect it. So, yep, in a protected yeah, protect it. Place. So yep. yeah, if you forget, then oh, okay, it's on this card. In that way, I, you know, the other trick I've learned is. Uh, using upper and lower case. Yeah. That yep. that works too, doesn't it? It does. Using upper and lower case or a symbol or numbers, right? Or, or so symbols a symbol, or a number, upper and lower case and making it, you know, um what they call smart and strong passwords. And so a lot of places now uh, when you're creating a password, sometimes we'll say, you know, this isn't really a strong password. So make sure that you're, you're doing a variety of that. If it's um, a phrase also, that's mm-hmm. helpful, a, some, a unique phrase to you with a number and an asterisk. Yep, an upper and lower case. So those yeah. are things to make it unique and smart password. Okay. All right. So bottom line is, mm-hmm. and, and uh, don't, you know, be, be careful of these scams. They're out there. Now, if, if folk would like to get more information, and all this is available, not to all of us, but it, it, I am a big promoter of AARP membership. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm t- and not just because Dick and, and Dick Gregory and Walter <laughs> Fontroy got <laughs> paid less money to get into a movie, but there's so much information in your publications. If people want to join AARP, can you exp- tell them how they can? So, you know, thank you again for sharing that. And and I would encourage you, you know, if you have been, um, you know, ex- experiencing or think you've been experienced a fraud or scam, um, we have so much information at aarp.org slash fraudwatchnetwork. Again, aarp.org slash fraudwatchnetwork. And we even have a hotline, Joe, where we can talk to trained specialists because, you know, sometimes you really need to talk to somebody and explain to them what has taken place. And okay. uh, we don't want people to feel, you know, helpless. You know, okay. there are things that we could do. So this helpline is one eight seven seven nine zero eight three three six zero. Again, eight seven seven nine zero eight three three six zero for you to get information and to talk to a trained fraud watch specialist. Okay. But we have so much information, like you oh, mentioned, yeah. at oh, aarp dot yeah. where there's information on uh, this report as well as other uh, benefits that AARP offers. Okay. So I and encourage we'll, our listeners we'll... to go there. Okay, and we'll get this up on our social media immediately for everybody. Thank you, Shane. Thank you. Thank you for having me, Joe, and thanks for all that you do in educating our community. 
You can listen to yours truly, Madison the Black Eagle, live every Monday through Friday on Sirius XM Urban View Channel 126 or anytime on the Sirius XM app.